Welcome to The Edge Life. I'm Philip, And I'm Carrie. We live an amazing, but complicated life. I'm a husband, father, executive pastor of an amazing church, Crossover ATL, and a bona fide sneakerhead. I'm a wife, a mother, a grandma, and if that wasn't enough, executive director, church planner, and a personal trainer. As you can tell, we, we live, live a, a busy, busy life. But through this podcast, we want to encourage, inspire, and challenge marriages and families to chase boldly after their divine purpose while not compromising faith and family in the process. So that's why we're here, to take you behind the scenes and share with you how we lead well, manage, and balance through the ups and the downs, this thing we call The, the Edge Life. It is The Edge Life. What is going on? All of our good people out there, you know, it, it's maybe it's that time. It's that time. It feels awkward because it's like Tuesday. It, do, it Taco does. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Actually, it was Spaghetti Tuesday. Cause... Spaghetti Tuesday. <laughs> I think yes. that's what our kids said, right, for Spaghetti Tuesday. They're, they're pretty excited about. They like spaghetti. They do. I, I like spaghetti, even though I, I don't think I was supposed to be eating the spaghetti. But No. Um, you I, weren't I, supposed to eat the noodles. You were supposed to eat the zucchini. Y'all pray for it a brother. It was baked. She put cheese on the zucchini and everything. I, I, I did. What, what did I ask about the zucchini? You thought it was pickles. <laughs> <laughs> he really thought I done lost it, and uh, I put pickles in the oven. I thought she had some, some pickles pickles in the oven with some cheese. I no, was like, come on. I said, my baby done tried to figure something out. She done put uh, them pickles in there. I was like, are these uh, baked pickles? I didn't yes. even know what to do. Anyways, anyway, what is pickles. going on, good people? This is The Edge Life. We are here on a Tuesday night instead of a Sunday night. And I know some people are trying to figure out, well, why are we uh, going live on, you know, Tuesday? Well, it's the, the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl, right? So the Super Bowl. We had to watch Shakira and J-Lo. Well, kind of. I, I was a little confused about that. But anyway, that, that's a whole other yeah, podcast. That's, that's that's there's too much about that. Let's <laughs> talk about something different. I'm gonna say we did watch the Super Bowl. Congratulations to uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, Chiefs. Who, who are in Missouri, Chief. right, right, right. Chief, 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 Chief. Chief. Um, Patrick Mahomes, all those good people. That was uh, a yeah, you know, Patrick Mahomes, game. like that dude. Pa well, yes, he, he was I mean, talking about amazing. how he's never missed like a you know they have like devotional yeah. opportunities and he's never miss that devotional opportunity well I, I i love you know that that he leads with his faith and you know that that's what we are that's about we're leading with our faith right now you know what i mean so so it, it's really cool to see other people out there especially when you're in mm -hmm. the public eye leading with with your faith and not being able to not having to compromise that yeah I, like not shying away from it right like being open to talk about it man what a what an amazing platform so you know just like this opportunity right here yeah. whatever platform that god has given you Use it unto his glory. Yep. Yeah. You got to work that thing. Work you that gotta thing. You got to work it because it's worth it. You are, my, listen, she is always trying to remix something, y'all. I promise it's you that. It's the remix. I, uh, boop, 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 boop. Y'all see what I deal with? Do you see <laughs> what I deal with? So, listen, today we wanted to to jump on here and talk about something that, that has kind of shook me to, to my core, if you will. Um, about a, what was that last week I, w I was driving home and, and I had a friend of mine share with me about this, this television show called the undercover billionaire. I, I'd never heard of this show. I, I didn't know anything about this show, but me um, either. I, I probably did something that was somewhat illegal. But anyways, um, in driving home, I was like, you know what? I need to pass the time. So, so, Wait a so, minute. so I, okay, well, what? So you were driving and watching this? Baby, I wasn't watching it on my phone. I so was, every I was law listening. enforcement agency from like I was listening North to Carolina. It. I was listening to it. That's oh, what okay. I was doing. 
I can listen to it, right? You were distracted I driving. I wasn't touching it. I was listening to it, and they said okay. I could listen to it. So, so, so this <laughs> this show, The Undercover Billionaire, it's an amazing, amazing show. It's on the Discovery Channel. If you've never seen it, the the premise of the show was pretty simple. There is a gentleman. He is literally a bona fide billionaire. Well, this billionaire leaves his plush life of yachts and helicopters and the and movie stuff. No, that was Gilligan's that Island. That was Gilligan's Island, baby. But 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 he left his life to to see if he would be able to basically go back to the beginning and recreate quote unquote success. His belief was yeah. that that yeah. you don't like you don't have to have all the stuff that people think yeah, that he, you need to have. His thing was he kept saying was that the American he wanted to prove that the American dream still exists. Right. Right, yeah. right. So, so in doing that, the the thing that he did, and I'll just I'll give you all a, a brief synopsis. He leaves his house, and literally the the first episode, he's on a, on a yacht. He gets on a helicopter and leaves off the helicopter. Once he gets off the helicopter, then he gets on a jet, and it's his jet, and he does not know where he's going on the plane, right? But he lands in Erie, Pennsylvania. When he lands in Erie, Pennsylvania, literally they give him one hundred dollars and a beat up dually. That's all he had, and he had a, he had a cell one hundred dollars and a beat up dually. <laughs> he had a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> she she's drinking coffee, yeah. But but he Mission had a, hope. He, he has he has a cell phone with zero contacts in it. So this is what he had to mm -hmm. to figure you know figure out life. And th the show was about how can he recreate this American dream. So he has ninety days to try to create a million dollar business or a business that is valued at one million dollars, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. With a hundred dollars, a, a, a cell phone with no contacts, and a beat up truck in a place that he has never been before. I'm hungry and I'm calling home, right? <laughs> right? I, I mean, li literally, th this thing shook me so so much that I, I called my wife and I was like, I was like, man, th this show is uh, is amazing, and it was so good that there are eight episodes. By the way, you all, I got when I got home, I was like, hey, hey, honey, we gotta watch we this gotta, show. We gotta watch this show. And right? I think it was already like eight. 30 or so, and like two days before, he had been gone, y'all, so yeah. his mom home alone all week. Yeah. And I know y'all wondering, like, how is this relevant to family? And this, 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 this. <laughs> but I'm home all home home alone all week long, and we had ball games every, every night. Every day, yep, um, yep. They were running behind, and, you know, I got to get Kai. Carson was here. Yep. So I had to take her to my mom's. You know, I had to go to the grocery store before going to work so that we make sure we have good, healthy meals. Da, da, da. Yep. But anyways, so I'm thinking, yes, he's home. And I think I even told everybody at work, man, when he gets home, I'm going to bed. I'm about <laughs> to tap out. I'm just out of the ring. Right. And no, he was like, we got to watch this. And so I like semi tried to not even watch it. It got good, though, didn't it? But he, he knows me like. It it was better than, in some ways, the undercover boss. Yeah, yeah. Just well, because what, you see what, it what, from what scratch. Did you what did you like about it? And and and, and I don't want to like like give the whole thing away. No, because we want people to watch it. You know, shout out to the Discovery Channel. Hey, by the way, you can't find uh, episode eight. Right. You you kind of have to go. Yeah, uh, you have to really search yeah, for it. Yeah. So. But yeah. it's all good. What 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 did what did you, what did you like about the the show, or what what caught your attention? So I mean, I just liked it in that he he was looking for a team of people. I think that's always my thing. Mm -hmm. That's that's the thing that I pick up. I'm really big on like team leadership, mm -hmm. and he was looking for people who had that you know that it factor, 
um, yeah, they all had like certain specialized skills, but mm-hmm. he was just more so looking for people that were, you know, dedicated, that were going to be loyal, that they were going to be, you know, in it, in it to win it. Right. Like, they wanted it just as much as he wanted it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he felt bad about n- the other thing is they didn't know. Yeah, they, they, ha- they, had, they had no, no idea, idea that like num- who he one, was. Yeah, they didn't know he was a billionaire, No, right? he just was some random, I mean, imagine this. He was some random guy that shows up. It's Erie, Pennsylvania. Erie, Pennsylvania, yep. And he just shows up with a beat-up dooley and 100 bucks in his pocket and a cell phone. And he's motivating all these people to, like, join his cause. You know, right. it reminded me of, like, you know, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Jesus is, like, walking the beaches. Yeah. And these, you know, boats are coming in. Yeah. You, you know, literally, and, and it's funny that you bring that up because as I was watching episode one or two, I forgot which one, but um, basically the episode where, where he is sanctioning the folks to, to come join him, I, that was the thing that I saw in my mind. I was like, you know, I can see Jesus literally, you know, going and, and looking at the disciples and, you know, being able to say, hey, come and, and I'll make you fishers of men. And, and they could feel something so mm-hmm. So powerful, something so real. It was it was a vision that they can latch on to. They didn't understand it all. They didn't know it all. All they knew was that this guy right here is speaking something and it's compelling me to want to follow him. Right. You know, they they um we talked about this in our discipleship classes at Crossover. Crossover ATL. Shout out, shout out. Um we talked about this and you know, a lot of them had heard. Yeah. But they didn't know him. They had heard. Yeah. Um, but this guy um, what was his name? Uh, I forgot. Stearns. Uh, something. His, that was his real. That yeah, was his real that name. That was his real name. But anyways, yeah, we all we don't even know his name. We just know the concept. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, they didn't know anything about this guy, and I think right. that was the thing that like um just intrigued me the most. And I didn't even get to see the first two episodes. I only saw like Glenn the last. Stearns, by the way, Glenn, is his name. Glenn. Yep. That's Glenn it. Stearns. Glenn. Glenn. With two ends or one. One end. Or one end. Yeah. Um, Glenn with one end. And um, <laughs> y'all can Google him. <laughs> so they didn't know anything about this guy. He just shows up with with like a dream, yeah. which went from one thing even to another, and people still, you know, followed him. So what is it about a person who has that type of charisma, yeah, um, or passion? Yeah. He was so passionate, not about making a million dollars. Yeah, he was a billionaire. I mean, he didn't care about the money. Yeah, and honestly, like he cared more about the people. Yeah. Um, and that was the thing that I saw. And I think that's the thing that was conveyed to them. Yeah. You know, and, and it's really cool when you think about that because, number one, um, you know, he had 90 days to do this. He really didn't have to be successful. In fact, what he says is oh, yeah. if he did not make a million, a, a, a business uh, valued at a million dollars, he would donate and give to the business $1 million million of his own money. So regardless, the business was going to to win and become profitable because he was going to put his own money up. Right. If it came up to be $999,999, he was still going to give a full million because he didn't reach his goal. Now, now the cool thing, um, and you didn't see episode one, but um, when, when he first gets to Erie, Pennsylvania, 
He, he knows nobody. He knows nothing. And literally, the first thing that, that he does, he has to figure some things out. So this is what we want to do today because we know that there, there are many families watching. There are many budding entrepreneurs watching. There are many people, just for, even from a ministry perspective, you're, you're trying to figure out how do you compel people? How do you, how do you engage people? And we want to give you five specific things today that will help you that we learned from Glenn Stearns in this Undercover Billionaire. I believe it's going to be helpful for you. I believe it's going to be things that you want to write down. And I'm even going to say this. If you are a budding entrepreneur, the Undercover Billionaire should be like like, like mandatory so for and, you to watch. And even if not, so I just want to like stop yeah. it right there because some people will turn it off because yeah. they don't have any intention about being an entrepreneur. But I have to say something about – like any time you embark on a relationship, like I found the definition of an entrepreneur, it says um, anyone who spots an opportunity and decides to pursue it regardless of the resources wow. currently at their disposal. And so, wow. I can't, you know, when I think about parenting, wow. I, I, I saw an opportunity. <laughs> yeah. I saw this thing right here. Come on, somebody. Hey. 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 I spotted an opportunity. I said, ooh, opportunity, come here. Hey, I think you, did you do me like that? <laughs> yeah. Did you hit the, uh, yeah. Hey, girl. And I decided to pursue it regardless of the resources that were currently at or not right. at the disposal. And it says, um, they see what could be mm. and find a way to make it happen, even if they don't have everything on hand to do so right now. That's it's a leap. Good. It's a risk. That's so relationships with people, I believe, are sometimes the greatest risk or right. leap that we can take. And so I think about parenting. And, man, that's like that's really being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing something I have never done before. Y'all, it's a business. It's yep. a test. I tell my children all the time, they didn't come with an instruction manual, and right. I don't know how to do this. So right. we're going to work through this together. So, um, you know, it's just capitalizing on the opportunities that lie before you. So if even if you're not interested in being an entrepreneur, I believe that there's nuggets and takeaways um, as we go through this, yeah. just for life in yeah. general. There Absolutely. were a lot of things that I saw um, in, Miss in Glenn. Um, he just he never gave up, you know. Yeah. He just kept on pushing. It, it, it was amazing because, again, there are so many times that, that he could have given up, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so can, can we – should I should Yeah, I number one. Yeah, number one. Let, let's, <laughs> let's, let's rock it. Number that was my drum roll, but it was bad. <laughs> number one, opportunities are right in front of you. Let me say it again. Opportunities are right in front of you. Now, the, the one thing about Glenn that he did um, when he landed in Erie – he had to figure out what he was going to do. And you know what he started doing? I mean, this is so crazy. He he got on social media. <laughs> I think it was Facebook and whatever other social media he can get on. And he started looking for things that people <laughs> were looking for. Right. Like, that's the first thing he did. He's like, he's like, he's like, what are people in this community looking for? That's called the concept of low hanging fruit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Find that low hanging fruit. You know, um, I think of I think of Moses. Mm. You know, God was like, what's in your hands? So he's facing Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Yeah. Pharaoh. I got all fancy. He's <laughs> facing Pharaoh. And, um, you know, God reminds him, like, yeah. what's in your hands? Yeah. Like, what do you have that's right in front of you? Many times, like, we're so um, nearsighted mm. that we don't see the thing that's right in our hands. You know, um, fear sometimes can blind us and yeah. keep us from really seeing it. So, you know, parents, like, we we've been in situations where f in our family where financially it seemed like there was nothing there was no way there were yeah. no there weren't two nickels to rub together right. 
And then he's like, "Where are we gonna have the dinner for dinner?" And I'd be like, "I don't know, but I'll figure and, it out." And she make like, a five course meal. How in the with some wor- beanie weenies <laughs> and cabbage? <laughs> like, how in the world did you do that? You right. know, I had the ability to have vision in certain areas. Right. Um, but that's what he did. He he looked for that low hanging fruit mm-hmm. and he went to go find what he needed. Right. Um. Sometimes pride can get in a, get in the get way. In the way. Yeah. Like yep. if he wanted, if he was prideful. Mm-hmm. He'd be sitting in that dually right now on that phone mm-hmm. eating McDonald's. Right. Maybe. Something. If, he would yeah. have been eating something. Dollar menu. But 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 lit- literally, you know, in, in, in the show, Glenn didn't do that. Um Glenn was was looking and he and he found what people were looking for. And and the first thing he the first thing he, he looked, he saw he found this dude who sold T shirts. And and the crazy thing is this the the guy who sold T shirts, he was probably pretty scary to a lot of people. He had, oh my gosh! He was. He looked know. like what I used to see at the Floyd County Jail. The customers there. No, he, and I'm not being funny, but he was. Con- his whole face was tatted. Yeah. I mean, even at one point, Glenn said, "You know, uh, you do understand that you're a little bit intimidating." He's yeah. like, "No, I'm not intimidating." I mean, yeah. he was a teddy bear of a guy, but there was hardly any space on this man's body that was not tatted. So he was very intimidating. And he was, he was, he was a big, big guy. He'd been working out. Yes. I don't know if he did leg day. Y'all I think he skipped it, but you know, (laughs) upper body. Yeah. Everything from the waist up, like he was a big guy, but he, he had that heart. Right. And he really ends up all in all kind of like rising to the top. He does. Now, and, And the cool thing about it was this guy, left his job to start a t-shirt company and and again intimidating and all um and doing his own business and glenn who's a billionaire now went to him and that guy gave glenn his first opportunity to print some t-shirts right and he prints these t-shirts the guy gives him 60 dollars. but here's what happens they form a relationship yeah he talks at the end about how they actually really became friends and so again going back to what are those opportunities that are right in front of you the other thing that i noticed that glenn did is most everybody that he connected with was an entrepreneur or was trying to step out. And so he knew they had the heart to, like, want to take a risk. And so to me, the opportunity sometimes that lies in front of us is to recognize the qualities in other people that, you know, we need to attach ourselves to Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. because, you know, like things – attract Mm -hmm. and so we need to try to find those qualities that we're looking for we're either trying to like you know build up in our own selves or we know that's needed in the moment that it's needed most you know and to connect to those and he did that and he did an excellent job at finding people again that had heart like this guy did t-shirts he yeah. didn't do barbecue and beer, right? right. Which is is the business. Ultimately, what they went and, into. And and I scratched my head because I was like, he could have picked any other business way easier yep. than the restaurant. If you've ever been a restauranteer, yeah. I haven't, but I have family that has. Right. It is not easy work, mm-hmm. y'all. Mm-hmm. It is not easy. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurship is not easy. You know, I I did it solely as yep. our income for about two years or mm-hmm. so. And I'm telling you, it's it's not for the faint at heart. Right, right, right. You know, the, the, the other interesting thing about um, that relationship um, was that that guy gave Glenn his first $60. And remember, yeah. he, he only had $100 to his name when, when he when he came there. First thing he did, you know, he bought a little bit of food that, that took him down. But he, he needed that money. I mean, he, he really did. And the dude gave him an opportunity. But then Glenn, 
after that, Glenn was trying to figure out a way to kind of come up. He's like, man, we got to make a quick lick. You know what I mean? And and Glenn mm -hmm. called this dude up a couple days later. Remember, he didn't even know who he was. And he's like, hey, do you remember me? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I got this opportunity. And the guy's like, okay, cool. Okay. Let, let, let's, let's do it. So going back to what we said as it relates to, you know, you got to understand when opportunities are right in front of you. The guy didn't even know Glenn, but he said, I'm going to take this opportunity. He went out. They made they made a couple of dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and furthermore, like the way he makes his first big buck of outside of the 60s. Oh, that's crazy. It's yeah. from trash, y'all. Yeah. So, again, you have to change what you see sometimes, like your perspective. What's the old saying? One man's trash is, is another, another man's, man's treasure. treasure. And yeah. sure enough, he went and made an opportunity out of trash. And I think that leads to. That leads to number two. Let, let, let's get on number two. So have a sense of humor. <laughs> oh, man. Like, there were so many times, like, he just had to laugh. Like, you know, they tried to flip a house. Yeah, that, that, it, they, they finally did. They did flip it. it. It didn't work the way that they thought, right? You know, um, he was looking for, for those tires. He literally spent, like, a week driving down the road trying to find tires. Oh, yeah, by the way, he found two tires and sold the two tires for $1,400. I told him we need to go when, look for when, I, when I rolled over to go to sleep, I said, <laughs> you kept me up all night. Now, tomorrow, I need you to go out and find me two $1,400 tires and sell them you. before I get home today. I was trying to tell you. I was trying to motivate him. I was you trying know? to tell you. You're going to keep me up. He's going to apply the principles. You, you know? got to do something. See if it right? works. So, uh, you got to have a sense of humor about things. You know? Yes. Um, like, for real. In, in, in real life, and, and I know we, we've shared and we will continue to share, but there have been times, you know, like I, I remember one time, you know, we again, we literally didn't have two nickels to to rub together, but we heard the voice of the Lord and we went on a trip to, to Tampa <laughs> and we, we went to we without walls. We went to without walls to serve. Yeah, like we, literally, literally, the Lord was just like, go serve. Weekend. And I was pregnant. Oh, my God. And we had no money. <laughs> um, and by the time we ate with uh, at the homeless, um, yeah, we ate the, the, the homeless, the, the like homeless thing that, yeah, that they like had there and out homeless outreach, outreach and yeah. we ate dinner with everybody and we served i mean yeah. they didn't know we was hungry we actually needed, glenn did the same glenn, thing glenn did the same thing yeah yeah <laughs> glenn yeah. did the same thing but um thank god for continental breakfast at hotels you stay in um thank god those are the best stale donuts but and everything <laughs> by the time we got back from the the um into the airport yeah um i i was getting hangry y'all i was trying to hold it together um, but, but the experience had been so wonderful, like the Lord just richly blessed. And then that money hit, y'all. Look, the money yay. hit differently when, when you it ain't ate all It hit differently when long. you <laughs> pregnant and hangry, right? So but, I don't but, remember but, what we got, but we were hungry. We, we did. Uh, we probably ate it big. But like humor is big for us, <laughs> if you haven't noticed. Like the way we are on here, it's just the way we are, yep. you know, all the time. And um, humor is so very valuable. Um, you know, it helps you to relate to other people. Yeah. Um, and it helps you to, like, not take yourself so seriously. I have a tendency to um, take things very seriously. And, and, and but he's very laid back. So you, you got you have to, though, sometimes. I mean, being able just to laugh at yourself, laugh at the situation. Um, you know, my dad says sometimes it's better to laugh than uh, as opposed to, to You can either laugh you or know, cry. You know what I mean? I mean. So, so sometimes laughing is it, it's just it's what it is. It's good medicine. We say that all the time at Elevation House. That laughter yep. is, is really good medicine. Um, and, you know, to be able to to laugh at yourself, you know, rather than beat yourself up and just say, OK, yep, I, you know, mm -hmm. I, I took a lick in that time, but yep. I'm going to keep on ticking and I'm going to find find the joy. Mm -hmm. You got to choose joy. 
uh, truly. You got to get up every morning and choose and fight for it. Choose joy. Yeah. It's yeah. yours. Um, it, it's a part of being in the kingdom of God, but you got to choose it mm-hmm. and then just like live that thing out. So you know, in, in, in the show, I was watching Glenn, and, and at one point in time, he gets down to like four dollars. Mm-hmm. Of the hundred dollars, like mm-hmm. four four dollars, and I'm sitting there like, oh well, the show's over, you know, because he's done. he's down to four dollars. But he was laughing at himself when he he had ramen noodles and and the ramen noodles, baby, they <laughs> they weren't even hot. Like he just got some cold water and it was crunchy ramen noodles, <laughs> and he was eating because he was sleeping inside of his truck eating cold ramen. This is a billionaire. This is a billionaire, y'all. He <laughs> had a what's the car he had? Which one? Uh, and that he had so he there's this episode where he this scene where he's riding with this guy who's like this barbecue expert and he's a little shady too y'all i'm just saying he's a little shady and so they're riding together and he's talking bad about, about rich folk and he's calling out this stuff and like <laughs> glenn's like you know side eye and he's like man i got one of them cars oh, oh, the, oh the bugatti what bugatti yeah. yeah yeah he said a bugatti he was like man you got a bugatti that's just a waste you that's know a waste of money anybody that's like twenty thousand dollars to just for the oil change get the oil change yep. that's just a waste yep. anybody you know so and he has no idea and so again humor humor is good medicine because you know glenn could have gotten upset or because he was he was stressing at that point heck y'all. yeah Heck yeah. Yeah, you, you remember just gotta watch now, the show. He was 90 stretching. days to create a million, a million dollar business. 90 that's three months. Man hundred dollars. I'm not even knowing if I can find two tires that are worth fourteen hundred dollars. You know? You know? <laughs> In ninety days. Well well, well here here's the other thing and, and it kind of brings us to the third thing, which is you know, humility. Yes. It it, it brings perspective, right? Mm-hmm. So th- there's something to being humble and staying in that place of, of humility. You know, to where you don't you don't look at yourself too too big. You know, I go back to the soup kitchen, and you know, Glenn was so hungry at one point in time. He he literally volunteered to go serve at at the soup kitchen, and and he walked in there and he was serving, and he and wound hungry. up and, and hungry at the he same was time, serving right? And hungry. So so as he was serving, you know, the biggest blessing was he was sitting there like, wow, he was realizing how how blessed he was, but he had to humble himself. Because he was hungry. Because he wasn't gonna eat. He wasn't no. gonna eat the food. But but then he was like, Well, man, I, I got I, I gotta do something. That humility, like that is so big. Right. You know, um and, and just through the whole process, that whole idea of I am responsible. Right. You know, I'm the leader. I'm responsible for all of this and not in not in a proud way, mm-hmm. but not making excuses when things messed up and mm-hmm. not blaming them on other people, but like taking it on and he did yeah now he he spit some real life wisdom to folks mm-hmm. and he got on some tail a couple of times oh yeah yeah but it was because he truly cared about them it mm-hmm. wasn't so much again this man had nothing to lose right he or to gain i should say mm-hmm. but he only had everything to give and i think if we look at life from that perspective and right. that's humility i have i have nothing to lose but everything, everything to give everything to give that's good you know you might what is tweet that at you all i have nothing to lose but everything, everything to, to give, give. Yeah. you know what what is it that a man would gain his life but lose his lose soul, soul. Yeah. yeah in the process yeah. so i mean humility is so big i can follow somebody who who is willing, you know, I, I'll take the blame for a person like that. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah. I, I'm like, okay, if that's my leader, they're not going down for the whole thing. It makes right. other people step up. Like, humility makes other people step up. Yeah. Pride makes everybody sit down. It, that's good. 
you know, it makes them sit there and cross their hands and like, "Mm, okay, it's all about you. So I don't, if, if you're not giving, then I'm not going to release what I have because I'm not sure what you're going to do with it if you're proud. Mm, But when you're humble, I know what you're going to do. Right, right. Because it's all out on the table. I mean, he just, he, he literally put it all out there except for his name. Right. Um, and he, you know, he really, it bothered him. Right. It right. really did. And he kept talking about the people. Yeah. I mean, just such a level of humility and then not, you know, not giving it away at all, but just the way he blesses people, even, you know, the, in the end of the thing mm-hmm. and just, you know, humbling himself and really pouring out and telling people how he appreciated right. them along the right. way. And, and, and honestly, you, even when I think about Christ and, and how, he was humble and, and how he speaks to us, you know, the last shall be first and the first shall be last. And, you know, that that, that whole mentality of servitude mm-hmm. or, or servant leadership, you know, and, and, and how that's really the, the core of what Christ teaches us as, as leaders, you know, how to serve, how to be humble, how to be a, a true leader, because that's what people are really drawn to. Yeah, how to be how to be approachable, mm, you know, how yeah. to be thankful for the talent that's lended to you, because you have to understand that as a leader. If you're a good leader, people lend their everything to you. Right. So if you're in a place where you're leading right now and you don't feel like people are are giving their all, Mm -hmm. don't check them. Check you. Mm, Check you first. You know, ask yourself, where am I holding back? Right. Because, you know, if if I'm leading, I serve those people. I always look at things that the pyramid is inverted. Right. I'm working for them. Right. Like everything that I do is for is, is for them. Yeah, that's good. Um, and I lay my life down. Mm-hmm. Um, like sometimes even, you know, in a literal sense, yeah. you know, I've I've got to have their back. Right. And, um, you know, so again, ask yourself if people that you're leading in your home, mm-hmm. you know, and, and this is the hardest place to check yourself. <laughs> if the children in your home. Now, you you don't, this doesn't apply if you have teenagers. No, I'm joking. (laughs) The children, if your children, you know, aren't following you, husbands, if your, if your wives aren't like, you know, and I don't mean servitude, servitude in like, you know, a negative sense, a negative sense, but like if they're not lending everything they have to the greater good of the family, it's a business, y'all. Like you leave a legacy with your family. Right. Like, what does it look like? It's the greatest risk you'll ever take. It's the most finances you'll ever spend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, or so into yeah. anything that's worth anything yeah. in the long run. So, yeah, you know, if the people aren't lending themselves to you, you got to ask yourself, like, where am I, where am I holding out? Yeah. What yeah. am I holding back? What am I not giving? Why am not, why don't people feel safe? See, right. good leaders that's make good. people feel safe yeah. to give their all because they know in the end they won't they won't be empty cuz right. that's a person that's always filling you up always right. letting you know they appreciate you they're thankful you know they they believe in you they want you to do better even right. if that means that you outgrow them right right they don't hold you back right. they give you credit when credit is due like that's that's true leadership you know it, it reminds Sorry, me it, no, no that was good that was good but e- e- even in our uh, discipleship class you know um, we're talking about that and one of the things we're talking about is character Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we pose the question, you know, how can you make sure that 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 your character is the thing that leads you? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to we want to lead with that thing. Um, but you made a statement. You said you said talent produces fans, mm. but but character produces followers. Right. Right. Talent produces fans, but character produces Listen, followers. I don't need somebody clapping for me. Yeah. I need yeah. people walking with me because life is hard. Side. You yeah. all. 
I don't want people clapping for me. And, and the amazing that that's what that humble or that servant leader yeah. brings because because of their character is right. You know, and people are looking for that. And again, even going back to to the actual uh, series, you know, people were watching his character yeah. and watching what that's he did. That's all they had to go by. That, that was it. They that didn't. Was it. He he had no family there. I mean, he had None nothing. That most of us, where we come from, you know, where we're trying to build our businesses or mm -hmm. raise our family, we have that. But mm -hmm. he had none. So, so, so it was his character. Yeah. You know and, and his character, because he was humble, because he stayed low, because he wanted to give and not take. That was the thing that people said, you know what? I want to follow that guy. And he was not perfect. Like he, you know, he would go off mm -hmm. and he, you know, would com he confronted some things in a public manner that mm -hmm. wasn't appropriate, but he quickly corrected himself corrected. Yep. and went to that person and he made it right. Yep. You know, again, I am responsible. And, and I'm going to say this, listen, there, there might be somebody watching uh, the video here or listening to the podcast and, and you've made you know, a, a, a mistake or, or you said something that, that you, you, you know that you shouldn't have said and you've just been holding it in and, and, and pride maybe, maybe pride has said it and it won't let you go and apologize to that person. I'm, I'm saying to, to you, go and let it go and apologize to that, to that person. Yeah. Go, go and, and, and re release it. You know, not only, not only is it going to be freeing for them, because you're you're actually gonna apologize, but more than that, it's gonna be so freeing for you. Because literally, as you hold that thing right now, you're keeping yourself in in your own personal jail and in your own personal uh, um, um cell. So make sure that that you get it right. You know, we're, we're literally uh, a a week and, and some change from seeing Kobe Bryant and, and, and all those folks perishing in the helicopter crash. You know, what if somebody hadn't had it right? You know, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised. But what we can do is do everything we can for today. So we got to be humble and we got to make sure that we get it right. And that's a great lead in for number five. That's learn to pivot. Yeah. Um, like you said, like make it right. So a pivot Y'all basketball fans, y'all want to see my basketball acumen? Speaking of, oh, we we on four? We on four, but five, oh, five sounds good. <laughs> go back, go keep, back. Keep, keep working it, keep no. working it. Okay, well, I'll work five then. Yeah. So number five is that we learn to pivot. So pivoting in basketball, uh, for those of you who know basketball, it's a way for me to change directions without losing the ball. Ooh, that's good. Ooh. I felt that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, because the ball is what allows you to score. Right. And so if I don't change directions, the ball is going to get tied up, right? It's right. either going to get slapped away. Right. Or it's going to be in a jump ball, and then it c it's 50-50 chance. Right. 50-50 right. chance that I'm going to get that ball. Right. Do I want to put that at risk? Mm. Do I want to take that chance? Mm. Or when I have the opportunity to pivot and change directions in order to keep the ball, the thing that's going to help me score, do I do that thing? Right. And, you know, there were many times in the show where Glenn, you know, he had to pivot. Yeah. Um, like you were sharing, he wanted to start um, and he wanted to be a beer brewery. But right. it, he wasn't going to be able to do that within 90, within 90 days because right. of the law and all of that. So he had to kind of change directions and it actually ended up being beautiful what he did. And he, he blessed other businesses in that area. We're not going to tell you at all, but he blessed by pivoting. Mm -hmm. He blessed so many other people mm -hmm. 
And, you know, when I look at family, you know, it's okay if you start out in one direction and realize that you're you're not going the right way right, right. to be like, oh, we made a mistake you here. Pivot, yeah. You need to pivot. Yeah. So you can either lose everything, you lose the ball, right. and your opportunity to score, or you can, you know, eat crow like my mom would say and <laughs> change directions. Right, right. And, and recreate. Right, you know, recreate. I've, 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 I've been there. Yeah, I can re reinvent it. You know, Reinv reinvent yourself. How, how, how do you reinvent yourself? How, how do you reinvent the vision? How do, how do you take that thing and massage it? Right? How do you take it to the next level? It, it, that's what that thing is about. That's what the pivot is really about. Yeah, and I think it's important for you to let your children and/or the people that whoever you're leading to see you in that pivot move. Yeah. You know, to see you with resilience, yeah. um, you know, that life is not always handed to you and right. that plans, you know, the best laid plans. <laughs> God laughs at those. Right. Um, <laughs> they don't always work out, you know, even if it looks perfect on paper, yeah. you know, to to show again, it's the American dream. Yeah. Like y you get knocked down, you get back up. Yeah. And you know what? We try to shelter our children, especially from seeing us knocked down. And that's one thing that. You know, through our desert experience, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, we never let our children not see that. Right. You know, they knew that we were knocked down. They they understood at the level that they could what was going on. Right. But they also saw us get back up again. Right. And we encourage that. And, you know, I, I encourage you to encourage those around you, to, you know, by your example. To get up. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. Make the pivot. You know, and, and it's interesting because even even this podcast for us is is a pivot. You know, for, for years I've been well. you know, do, doing videos and things like that, and that's just something that, that I know personally I've, I've always enjoyed doing it. Um, but I, I'll never forget the one day, you know, just having a conversation, and, and it was like the Lord was revealing, you know, the, the thing that I'm missing is literally standing right in front of me, going back to the opportunities are right in front of you. And, and now that we've started doing the podcast together, there, there's such a richness. There, there's like a completion that, that happens. And, and honestly, I've been more fulfilled doing the podcast with you than I've been doing it by myself for six, seven, eight years or whatever that is. Yeah, there, there was a whole season. Like we were in ministry pastoring a, a church in Rome. And, you know, I, I would see my husband like, you know, really kind of like struggling yeah. and bumping his head with things and, I wanted to help, but I didn't know how to remain humble and still, you know, step up without seeming, right. I don't know, controlling or whatever the case may be. And so I, though I would have the answer, I would remain silent, mm. you know, and, and instead of like helping him pivot, you know, you know, I could see from the sideline, hey, if you just pivot this way, and pass the ball over here. Right. There's an op uh, an opportunity for an open shot. He couldn't see it because he had all the defenders around him. Yeah. He couldn't see yeah. the whole court, but I could see. And you know, we went through we went through a long time. We were both just yeah. going in separate directions. You know, trying to do our own thing. Mm -hmm. um, it was PhilipEdge.com. Yeah. You know, Philip Edge and Associates and. Yeah. Um, the well, actually, it was Philip Edge Company, and yep. then all of a sudden, he had associates. I wasn't really sure who those people were. It was you, but kind of, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And meanwhile, it's like you know, we can create, we could create something for our family, like a legacy yeah. to give, you know, to our children, because this is what's in us. Yeah. And you know, the moment that the Lord revealed that, and I, I think maybe we had to to grow through that. You know, well, sometimes yeah, it maybe it was a lesson. 
Yeah, but I think now it makes us all the more determined, you know, like when the dog unplugs stuff or <laughs> we make arrangements to do it and we're like, oh, well, duh, it's the Super Bowl and right. J-Lo and Shakira are like half-dressed. Nobody's going to watch Edge Life, you know. Well, I'm joking, y'all. Well. <laughs> Over that. But uh, anyways, um, getting back to that, you just, you know, we – we had to make that pivot. You have to make the pivot. And going back to four, you know, even you have to create the plan and have it from the beginning because you have to have some place to focus. Right. But you also have to have, it says to work it. Yeah. Work, you know, there is a certain pliability that comes along with working. Right. Because anything that's rigid will break. Right. And so the plan has to be a working plan. So plans are living, breathing documents mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. a living breathing thing that means it has life it's going to evolve it's going to change it's going to grow and we see glenn um and um this show on discovery really just having to change and kind of go with the flow yeah you know i mean why if the flow is going in one direction and it's not going to completely take you off course why would you battle against it and waste your energy right Right, right. I, yeah. I think I think that's really good. You you don't you don't want to waste energy. You know, you want to be so focused in your working. Right. You know, I, I'm reminded of, of of the word of God. Right. It, it speaks. It says, "Faith without works is dead." Faith. So so it's one thing having a vision. It's one thing being able to see it. It's one thing being like, "Oh, I see it." You know, so many people right now are saying, "2020 is gonna be my year." The year of vision. Oh, I can see it. It's the year of vision. Oh yeah. I, I, right. The, everybody's saying that, but the question is, how do you take what you see and make it be what you do right yes how can you work it because that's what the thing is people on this faith is an action word you how know do you saying? be what you see how do you be what you see right mm-hmm. so so you you have to get out there and work it glenn he wasn't Man. out there just managing that was the other thing the people like that goes into humility and a lot of the other things he said the people that he brought on the team y'all yeah. they were like well i can work with him or for i can work for him mm-hmm because there's nothing that Glenn won't do. Exactly. If we're out there till two in the morning, he's out there. Glenn's out there till two in the morning. Yep. You know, if I'm doing this, I know Glenn ain't sitting around eating bonbons right. with his feet up on the desk. He's right. out here doing this. So, you know, um, that's huge. You know, people people need to see you like working and being a part of the plan. Mm-hmm. If you're leading the plan, that's just not there for you to sit behind a desk. Like, don't be so disconnected right. from things. Like, right. that's one of the things that I always disliked. And I, I fell into that trap for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, I was over a number of counties mm-hmm. and facilities. And, you know, I got in a place where, you know, having children and just life. Yeah. Where I would only go to those facilities when I had to be there. Right, right. And that's such a terrible trap to get into. Like, mm-hmm. the things, people respect what you inspect. Mm, yeah. And so you got to go. You got to be, you know, amongst the, in the field. Yeah. You know, you got to be with the people. You got to have the ear, you know, have the ear. Right. Um, to hear the voice of people. Right. And, and move and get out there right. you know and that's what glenn did he yep. got out there yeah um yeah. and was a part of all of that like you can't sit behind a desk and lose sight of what's going on and lose touch with the thing you're trying to lead because then guess what when you lose touch with what you're trying to lead you become ineffective mm-hmm. because you don't know how to lead something you don't know yeah and 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 honestly that that's what's happening in in, in families and marriages and businesses all across this great country in the world, right? People are out of touch. 
and and I'm telling you right now, we we, we got to get to the place where everybody's we'll, out of we'll, touch. We'll, we'll Our government's back. out of you touch. Know? Families are out of touch yeah. with each other. Like it's it's time to like get that back. Like literally, physically, like touch somebody. I mean, even touch itself. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's phasing out because of technology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though things are so much closer, we're not really touching anything. Yeah, yeah you can. Be and the only way far. to to make an impact is to touch something. Mm. God touched dust yeah. with his breath, mm. and it became life. That's good. Mm. Y'all, I got to stop because we are out of time, Yes, and yes. it's getting so good. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but let, let's just review this with you uh, real quick. You know, the first point we spoke about was making sure that you understand opportunities are right in front of right you. Right in front of you. And, and you got to make sure you, you maximize those opportunities. The second thing we said is you got to have a sense of humor. So, so laugh sometimes. I laugh at him right? all the time. La- I, I get laughed at all the time. The third thing we spoke about was making sure that you stay humble and stay low because humility brings about perspective. And, and that's one of the things that we need to make sure we do. We kind of went out of order a little bit. We so did because I got excited it was my fault. I, so I'm number give, five, yeah, number five which is technically comes after four, but number five <laughs> is always be ready for the pivot. You know, go with the flow. You sometimes need to change your direction to achieve your vision. And and then finally, the fifth one we said was create, create a, plan a plan and work and, it. And, work it. And, and I will say work this: give, give yourselves a round work, of applause. Work, work, give work, work. A round Shout of out to Rihanna. Work, 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 that work, that work, is work. definitely a good thing, and she's work, 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 <laughs> working <laughs> right <laughs> now, <laughs> y'all. So it is definitely a good thing. But but as always, listen, we we really do appreciate you. Thank you all so much. On, listen in, tuning for putting in, up with us for about up, four yeah, to five minutes. All, all that good stuff. Sharing this out would be awesome. Please. You know, telling your friends. If you have not gone and seen The Undercover Billionaire, go check it out. It's on the Discovery Channel. It's real, real good um, television, good watching for for you. And, and, I, and I'm just going to say this like we always do, babe. Can, can you pray? Yeah. Undercover is good to watch, but undercover is bad to be. Yeah. Mm. Don't be undercover. That's be it. out there. Touch some things in this world. Come on. Make an impact with what you have right in front of you. Yeah. You have everything that you, you need. need. Yes. So we just, God, we just thank you, Lord, that everyone who um, is listening this this evening, this morning, wherever they are, their car, their gym, the safety of their home, Lord God, that they just have a revelation, God that everything they need to achieve the dream that stands before them is right at their fingertips, Lord. God, I I decree and declare, Lord God, that they are well able, that they are are pliable in you and to your spirit, Lord, and that they now have ears to hear what you are saying, God, so they they can see what you say and be what they see, Lord, so that they can see what you say and be what they see, Lord. God, I thank you, Lord, for each and every dream, God, and I just ask that you just blow your breath of life Mm. into your people, Lord God, because it's not the gifts that they have, but it's that they are a gift unto this world. May they realize, God, the preciousness and worth of the who that they are in this world. God, we love you. We bless you, and we thank you, God, for this opportunity, God, to be with our friends and to share what you have imparted. Yes, God. We ask you to just add a blessing, God, to every person, every word in Jesus' name. 
Amen, amen, and amen. Well, that's another episode. We've come to the end. We've come to the end. Mm -hmm. Edge life, y'all. Look, join us next Sunday. Next Sunday, 8 o'clock. Next Sunday. Next Sunday. No Super Bowls. No Super Bowls. No J-Lo's. We'll be here, man. Peace. Y'all be easy. We'll holler.